Welcome to the Productivity Podcast. Today we're going to look at how does flexibility of colleagues increase productivity in a gig economy and we're joined by Partnership Director at Catapult, Millet Holst. Hi Millet. Hey Simon, how are you? Yeah, good thank you. Not too bad at all. For the listeners that might not be familiar, let's find out a bit about you first and then we'll talk about what Catapult is and how it's helping retailers. So your Partnership Director at Catapult, how did you arrive there? I guess I came there off a bit of a, a detour. Um, I, I started out my, my career in shipping um, and worked there for about eight years in Denmark, in the Middle East and, and here in the UK, and then joined the tech startup world about six years ago. Very much have been working for a couple of tech startups that are focused on on employees, on employee well-being, being um, working with a lot of retail and hospitality brands, um, and an opportunity then arose about a year and a half ago to join Catapult on their journey, um, which I thought was super exciting. Um, so now, yeah, now at Catapult. So talk to us about Catapult. Then it's a brand and a company I've got to know probably over the last twelve months. We've known each other, but again, for those not familiar, if you can give us a, a history of when it was formed and what it does, that'd be really helpful. Yeah, of course. Um, so Catapult was founded about four years ago as an alternative to the traditional and sometimes inflexible part-time job. Um, it was founded because we wanted to help people find a job that allowed full flexibility and at the same time also help businesses and ensure that they had the people they needed in their stores at the right time without necessarily having to go out and spend a lot of time and a lot of money to recruit and train new part-time people continuously. How do you control that? Is that done through an app? Yeah. So if you are an employer, a retailer that are looking to, to add flexibility into your business, it works um, It works very simply with that you'll go to our, uh, you'll have a profile on our site and then you'll request an employee. So you'll basically log into a profile. You'll tell us which type of candidate you need. So it would be like, for example, a a sales assistant, would it be a stock room assistant? And then you will tell us from what time you will need those per- that person and whether it will be like a one-off shift or daily shift or monthly shift. And then our system basically pushes out that shift to all the uh, 10,000 candidates we have in the UK to find the right person with the right skill and also the right personality for your brand. And the interesting part is actually once you work with Catapult for a while, you actually build up your own sort of pool of workers within catapult so we have like a fair writing system so when you when retailer has someone working for them and they really like that person they will feed that back to us and the next time that retailer posts out a shift the people that they have liked or they've worked there previously would then first be offered the shift so that they kind of have that basically their own kind of part-timers within catapult that already knows their businesses and worked there before which is really really valuable and if you look at it from an from an employee side, so from, from our candidates side, then it works really simple for them as well. They will download a Catapult app. We have a screening process. We use artificial intelligence to screen people. They do like an eight-minute test. And then instantly that candidate would know whether they can work for us or not. We obviously do all the legal right-to-work checks. And in general, we accept between 5 to 10% of people so that those people can then, if they pass the test, see 
jobs that are relevant not only for their skills but also like for their personality which is really interesting so that could be really useful for if i'm at university and i work for a large retailer if i then go off somewhere else they could call me back into a different location via catapult because i'd be in that database they've created because they've got lots of people that be a good example of how it works yeah, that is that is a very, very accurate way of how it works. So, for example, let's say you live in London, but you go to university in Bristol, then you just change the location on the app to see different shifts available with where you are. But actually, not only for students is this relevant, we have quite a lot of uh, working parents on the platforms. We have a lot of people that are retired but still wishes to work every now and then. We also have a lot of people that we call dreamers, so very much musicians and actors. And then also we have a lot of people that are using Catapult as a way to supplement their income and maybe working in the evening or in the weekends to have that extra income. And during the pandemic, I assume you guys were really, really valuable because you could help with that surge of demand for delivery drivers, let's say, in a in a supermarket. Yes, that's very true. Um, it's very true in a, in a pandemic like happening right now. We obviously have access to a lot of great people that can help, for example, stocking up supermarket shelves or, as you say, helping the delivery drivers and these sort of things um, in, in the supermarkets or even in pharmacies or um, also as we see now garden centers are opening up where where we really can come out and help people. We have especially seen this, um, we're both in the UK, but also in Germany. So in, in Germany, we've been really, really busy on the supermarket side of things. In the UK, it's been quite interesting to see the approach some of the retail supermarkets have, have taken during this, um, during the outbreak. I think we've seen some 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 retailers probably handling the situation better than others. There has been been businesses that have gone on this basically mass hiring of Thames that they then have utilized for, for the last month or two, but that we already have seen are then being let go again. We don't think it's is a great way of treating people and also it's not a very sustainable way of having a business to spend a lot of time on hiring some places 10, 20, 30,000 people and then letting them go after a month or two. And obviously there's a lot of technology in place out there in the market that could have helped maintaining or have helped done this in a better in a better way. And again, both for the supermarkets, but also for the people that they've hired there. That big influx of people they've hired directly, there's a danger that you lose track of those people, that you've trained them in certain things and you've got potentially no way if the leadership in that store move on of calling them back in and keeping those skills so do you track or keep hold of specific skills in the in the software and help people get the right fit yeah exactly so when when we onboard candidates via the app the tests that go through we assess what kind of skills they have and then we match them up with jobs where those skills are relevant and Obviously, also beyond that, what we also work with businesses, some of our clients on, is if they have their own full or part-time employees that for various reasons are leaving the business, but they are they are categorized as, a, we call them good leavers, so, so an employee that was really well regarded and they really liked, but maybe had to move because they were relocating or because something in their personal life changed so they could no longer commit to to the full or part-time hours that they had to, then we have a 
product in place where we actually can reintroduce that employee to the business, but via catapult. So for example, if you were working at one of the, let's say, science risk during the pandemic, that then the search or the demand for you were no longer needed, we could actually retain that employee for retailers via catapult so that the next time they had a search, they would still have access to these people instead of just completely losing them as well which is one of our new products that we have introduced here during the pandemic to try and help retailers. Excellent. They can retain all that knowledge and then call on them as and when. And in your experience with the people at Register, do you see them work across more than one company or do they typically stick with one company? This whole gig thing is about picking the gig you want to do, isn't it? So how does that work? Yeah, it's actually really interesting, the data we see when people on board Catapult. The first couple of weeks, they're going to try four, five, six different places to work. But then we very quickly see a trend where once they have sort of tried a few places, they will stick to two, between two and three places and work there on, on a fairly regular basis. So yeah, in the start, they're going to try some different things, but then they do find that that favorite employer that they like to keep coming back to and, and do very often stay with them. Actually, the retention on, on, on the Catapult platform and, and for the for the candidates who have working for us is 18 months, which is if you look at, at the average retention in, in retail for, for example, a part-time employee, it's often somewhere between four to six months. So actually, that also just shows how how much people really like to work the way we are offering as they're staying with us for for two, three, four times the amount of time that, that a person normally would have stayed within a part-time job. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. It'll be interesting over the next couple of years to see how that grows if people move more towards this pull model. So they're yeah. pulled to different retailers rather than belonging to one. And again, during the, the outbreak, we've seen examples of where organizations that probably may have not spoken because they're competitive or actually were just in different markets are, are working a lot closer and I think it was on the the workforce management podcast we touched on in the future will retailers share more staff across each other or not even retail outside of that sector so will retail share with hospitality and and etc cetera, etc cetera, because you've got a, a good skill base and as you said before you touched on retention the, one of the biggest reasons we see for people leaving is they've not got enough secured hours to fulfil their income. The gig economy flies in the face of that a little bit because that's about being flexible and not being tied down. But actually, if you can work across a number of different retailers, hospitality companies, your work-life balance is at, at your discretion. You can still fulfil the 20, 30, 40 hours a week you want to work and actually your variety of job is significantly different it's not just working in this department or working on this section so I suspect you can have some interesting stats as, as your data grows across the the year, next couple of years. Yeah and I actually to, to, to touch on that as well I actually think it's really interesting to see how how retailers and, and, and hospitality and also other sectors have started collaborating over the last couple of months and I definitely hope that it's something that we will continue to see because I think that's something that's really important. And another product we have been actually developing since start last year, but launched but launched this year before the outbreak happened, is 
actually a feature that will help encourage this as well. So we have we've launched something we call the internal marketplace, which is a product that allows businesses to share employees, first of all, between them, so across sites, but also could be extended to businesses sharing employees between them. So, for example, if Sandsbury and Argos wanted to share employees, um, this is an example I'm using because when I went to Sandsbury's to do my weekly shop last week, I, I was actually um, helped by an Argos employee that was working a shift in Sandsbury's due to the pandemic. So that's a really exciting feature that we think will will also, again, help retailers a lot over the, the coming year so that they can start utilizing their own employees much better across across the different sites they have. And that, again, can also help help with that desire that their employees have to take more shifts to get more hours and they can all of a sudden open that up and not only do that in their home store, but also do that in in stores that are in, in the area nearby them. That may become more prevalent as shopping habits will have changed because we've moved certainly in supermarket world to more back to more weekly shops because of the ability to get out if i'm a big multiple there must be a benefit in me sharing staff across the big stores and the small stores from a managing holidays managing sickness variety of work etc so i think that's all to come i think it will change whether the lockdown has has driven some of that whether people will revert to type it is to be told but i think actually from my point of view if i had a big supermarket in a town and then eight convenience shops in that town as well there must be a productivity gain and a benefit for the colleagues to pull those staff together an interesting point also when talking about productivity is also what we see across our our clients are that the catapult candidates are often found more productive than its business own employees. And obviously that can come down to a couple of, of different things. But one thing that we see as a common thing is is very often our candidates will go into a business and obviously have something to prove every time they work there. They would want to ensure that they can work there again and they would want to leave a positive impact and also a positive atmosphere and and also often our candidates are happier than maybe a normal full-time and part-time person because they have actually decided that they want to work that shift. They have picked it themselves actively, which results in them, again, just being more positive, being more productive. And from some research we've done in partnership with some of our clients have shown that the productivity is is often better with the catapult candidates than actually with their own. Yeah, I think it's an it's an interesting point. We and we see some of that. The more engaged people are, the more choice they have about when they work and where they work to a degree can influence the an increase in productivity. So you know, it's a simple thing to think about, but the happier you are at the work, the more productive you are is generally the rule. Not always the case, but that that's generally the rule. Yeah. We've had a really strange period of lockdown and, and what have you. What lessons do you think retailers have learned during that period? I think, as, as we briefly touched base on before, I think collaboration is, is one of the ones that they learned. Also, I think that we will see retailers having, knowing that they probably needed to do some changes in the business, but 
not necessarily having been pushed enough to do those. I think this COVID has resulted in businesses moving projects forward a lot faster than they ever thought they could do and also realizing how much they're actually capable of, which will be really exciting to see over the next three, six, nine, twelve months, all the positivity that's going to come out of that. I think there's going to be a lot of innovation and a lot of new thinking, which obviously really excites excites us at Catapult. Yeah, my my hope is that we don't slow down that innovation. It's always sped up in difficult times of innovating. So lots of sign off, lots of process. So mm-hmm. my hope is that it stays. In that world, how important will the gig type of workers be? I think they'll be important uh, purely from feedback from our existing clients. We have, we've obviously been in close contact with everyone we works with, both open and closed retailers about what the future for them looks like, what it holds. And what we're very much hearing from them is that in the future, gig economy will be an important part of, of the way they work, which is really, really exciting. And we can also see not just gig economy, but also other technology features that helps retailers are being discussed, which is, yeah, it's just super exciting. And and back to yours, hopefully that was something that will uh, keep developing and hopefully it will keep up the speed it's having now because I really think that's also going to help retailers to, to come back stronger. If I'm a store manager... Mm-hmm. I probably have to behave differently because I'm used to having my steady team of people that I employ day in, Mm. day out. How do you think that the leaders will have to adapt if they've got more transient workers, so people dipping in for a shift and then maybe not seeing them for a week, a month? Mm. Actually, some interesting fact that we have already seen from businesses that we work with are that, for example, store managers or assistant store managers and and also full and part-time workers working with catapult candidates have as a result of getting catapult candidates on board increased internal retention because businesses all of a sudden and store managers and assistant managers all of a sudden had time to do their job they had time to train and develop because themselves because they didn't have to continuously hiring new part-time people to do business all of a sudden catapult would have gone in and actually eased a lot of their job so that they could focus on the the main things and the most important things. I think what we've seen already is actually a really catapult being really well received on not just a head office level, but also on a store level. And it's seen some great impact on these businesses on maybe areas where you actually wouldn't expect it. If people want to find out more about catapult, where's the best place for them to contact you? Yeah, so they can either go to our website, which is catapult.com, or people are always welcome to find me on LinkedIn or send me an email. My email is m-i-l-l-e at catapult.com. Um, awesome. We'll we'll tag your LinkedIn profile in when we launch the podcast so people can just click through and, and find you, which would be cool. Yeah, great. Final question then. So... We ask everybody that comes on, what's the best bit of business advice you've ever been given? So best business advice. I think there may actually be two best business advice I've been given. Go on then, we'll let you you have two. (laughs) One of them is to think big 
So every time you think you do something that's out of the way or something that you never thought you would be able to do, then obviously be pleased and happy with that, but then think even bigger, right? And and if you think there's something you can't achieve, then double it and do that, which I think, especially the last year, really have shown that from my career and personal perspective, a lot of things that you maybe not think of possible actually are. Um, so always think big. And when you think big, then think even bigger. And the second one is if you don't ask, you don't get. So always ask for things because the worst thing that can happen is someone says no. Um, and very often I find that they actually don't. Very often people say yes and very often people are positive or business are positive. So always ask basically. No, they're really good. I like those. Listen, I'm really excited to see where this whole gig economy goes to and what the next even or the generation after that or evolution after that looks like i think it's got real legs and traction hopefully we see some even bigger benefits than the ones we've seen before it's been a pleasure to chat so look after yourself and thanks for coming on thank you very much for having me it's been a pleasure thank you you're welcome